You know what it is, man. It's the Clock of Sports Roundtable Discussion. And uh, this week, this is what, I think the fourth one that we've been doing? What's that? Is that right, guys? Fourth one? Four and a half. Number four. <laughs> four and a half. Four four and a half. half. Becoming vets in the game. So, Roundtable Discussion number 4.5. Uh, last time we spoke, we were talking about playoff games. This time... Uh, we could still talk about playoff games, but we have to talk about what happened uh, just yesterday and continue through today. Players uh, walking off the off the court, and the reason behind it, uh, the shooting of Jacob Blake up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, canceled all the playoff games uh, in the NBA. Baseball teams were walking off. You uh, have NFL teams now not practicing. Um, and what we're seeing is the players who, honestly, first of all, let's talk. Let's focus on the basketball side because there was a lot of discussion before they even began the bubble that should they even come back. And now you see that they are, you know, questioning that again. Remember how the conversation around Kyrie Irving was that he was a disruptor and stuff. And I just, I just, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm long-winded saying, what is, what did your guys take on everything that we saw transpire yesterday? Uh, well, that was. Uh, yeah, a, a surprise, like you said, Tyler, unprecedented. You go ahead, Tyler. I'll wait for you. Well, I would say strongest display in sports since the Olympics. The what, what year was it? 68, 72? Where they threw the fist up in Mexico? What year was that? 68. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah that was a while 60. ago. Hold on. Go ahead. Come on, Tyler, like, you, can't be, you can't be throwing like trivia things, this early. But like things have <laughs> happened since then that have been strong in speaking out towards racial issues like yeah. LeBron coming out and the whole league coming out with the I Can't Breathe shirts and the State Their Name shirts and stuff like that and even to recently putting the messages on their backs. But this actually halting league activity because of in protest of social unjust. Social unjust. And I just can't do anything but give props to the whole league, props to uh, some baseball games that did not go on, NHL has postponed games, and there were there were numerous other athletes outside of those sports that have come that had wanted to, you know, sit out of their respective uh, respective events. Uh, I think at first, I think she had she had come down from this, but originally. Um, I can't remember her name. The young lady from Japan that uh, plays Naomi tennis. Osaka. Uh, yeah, she had originally said she wasn't going to play in the U.S. Open, but I think she backed down from that since then. Yeah, she's but playing now. She is going to play now. But yeah, yeah, she had originally said she was considering not. Um, but it. Yeah, yeah, just 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 to kind of bring it back to sports more. You, you, I can't help but think of Damian Lillard with the how many more on the back of his jersey. You know, I mean, legitimately, that's that's the you know, hundred seventy five thousand dollar question that cannot be answered right now because it continues. The answer continues to change, and it's still not answered. And is. <sighs> It's great that the league's doing this, but I, I said it in the group chat. What what's the move now? Because the owners, you're not hurting the owners' money because they were already not getting money from not having fans. The league still has TV deals, so they can still get their money. The players are already going to be getting paid. So who is actually going to be affected to the point where they feel like, okay, maybe we can try to change our ways to maybe help the greater good? That's my question going forward here. Well, I saw the mo- – Will, do you want to go? No, you can go ahead. Okay. Well, to the players' credit, when the Bucks, um boycotted game four, they were using their power that night to get in touch with the Wisconsin District Attorney General to, press char- to find a way to make the charges against that guy happen immediately. So I really applaud them using their power in that aspect to make that happen because justice needs to be brought – and all fronts. And honestly, for the halting of sports, I love sports. I need sports in my life, but I don't want to watch sports. If this is going to just distract, if it's going to distract us from what the real problems are, is that not necessarily innocent, but unnecessarily black people are being gunned down by police officers. 
and it's just horrible and it's unsocial unjust like tyler said and i mean i don't know what how many more we have to watch like as a white person as the only white person in this conversation i feel so horrible and i don't know what else to do except stand with you i mean i was doing that before but like i don't know i can't it's just ridiculous what's occurring like nonstop. So again, there's multiple ways that the players could approach this. Um, they, for a while last night, like they were reporting that only the Lakers and the Clippers were, did not want to play anymore. So then like the rest of the league was like, well, if our top two seeds aren't going to want to play, then we don't want to play, which I think would send an incredible statement. And obviously, like you said, the home, the owners already hurt. They're already going to take the loss this year. But like when, also, uh, sorry to cut my point back, but like the other aspect of that is that they continue to play. They have their platform. So oh, I enjoy the platform that they're using. I just don't know what the change is, what change needs to be made to stop this besides generational teaching, which is only going to just take time. Yeah, uh, right. And both of you all, you know, make many great points. I, I think the stopping of the, the games was huge. I think uh, Kenny uh, Kenny Smith walking off of in, you know the inside NBA was huge. That as well, I think it's these are making statements. And again, with the football teams canceling practice, actually Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions were the ones that actually first started it even before the uh, basketball teams boycotted. They said they wasn't practicing a couple of days ago just to you know. Uh, just to reflect and talk about what happened to, to Jacob Blake. And um, uh, hopefully these, I, I know it's not affecting the owner's money and things of that nature this year, uh, but moving forward, I think, you know, as far as viewership, you know, I, I think that if, <clears throat> excuse me, if things don't change, um, they, they can see the power of what these players get. Like we'll just walk off the court. That's going to affect your TV deals. Like you said, uh, Steve, I, I love sports too. I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to miss it. I, you know, I want to watch it too. But if, if like you said, if that distracts from what the message and everything, no, nah, we can do it without sports because me as a black man, I'm sitting here like, like that. It's, it's like, all right, we just here to entertain people. You know, our people just here to entertain people and things of that nature. And, I think moving forward, like I said, moving forward, I think that it should make some type of change. Now, the changes that need to be made, you can't depend on sports figures. Like, like they're here to play sports. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm, you know what I'm saying? But they are a voice. And a, and a voice is affecting what needs to be changed is, one, the reform. Um, we've had the same constitution that, that, got written, that, that got written when slavery was in. Now you you make a couple of amendments, you make a couple of amendments to it to give certain laws, but the you still the the constitution still has its base. My thing is the the constitution needs to be reconstructed to involve everybody, you know, whites, blacks, Latinos, Indians, and um, because and we get the bad end of the stick because we're only three fifths of a part of a person in the constitution of America. So the the law enforcement that was created through the whole nation 200 years ago are going off the same things. Like, okay, they, you don't have to preserve them. Do what you need to do to subdue the you know the black the black American. You know, every, everybody else is protected but us. The reform needs to be ha- needs to happen in the uh, law enforcement and the police union. I was looking at some shows early, and and, and I, I think it was uh, Shannon Sharp, um, I think Stephen A. Smith, a few other people indicated that the police union needs to be changed because that that's like that's like the strongest gang out here is <laughs> oh, police yeah. union, and then a yeah, of, a white, yeah, a lot of white, you know, and, and people don't want to admit it, but white supremacists are all through law enforcement, and they're and law, using that power and- of that bad, yeah, all lawyers. I mean, you look at. Look at the judges. Judges mm-hmm. been up there for they 90, 80, 90 years old. They still got the same mentality. Yep. As with with the Jim Crow time, the mentality of slavery from their ancestors. 
So if we don't change that, nothing's really we the players and, and again the voice help it helps, but until we change the actual reform and laws, nothing's gonna change. It's gonna like Damian Lillard shirt said, how many more? Like what some of the laws for Senate is just insane. Like you're on the Senate, I believe, until you die or something Pretty of that much. nature. Yeah, Pretty like Supreme Court. The Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. Yeah, yeah the, okay, I knew it was something. I apologize. But, like, yeah, the Supreme Court, you're on there until you die. So, like, now we got to wait for these people to pass. And then we can hope to ju- or, or honor in a someone who is someone of our stature, you know, more, I don't want to yeah. say racially balanced, but, you know, as time progresses, it's just unfortunate that, you know, black people have to go through this. It sucks. I think one of the things that that I hate the most, and all you guys made great points. Um, so I'm not. This is this is not a, a, a nothing a reference to anything you say. This is strictly my point of view on this. From and just taking a different direction. I, I think the biggest thing that bothers me about it is the conversation always gets brought to an extreme of, well, if you feel like this person shouldn't have gotten shot, then you must want him to have just been scot free for whatever crime he may have been committing at the time. Yeah. And I always have to point out, like, I don't think anybody's even saying that because nobody's even approaching it that way. But it constantly gets brought right. to that extreme. And I, I make this comparison to it's, it really happens in many facets, if not every facet of life, where whenever there's a problem, you automatically pick the extremes of either side. Nobody ever brings it back to the middle for anything. That's why I, Stephen A. Smith and, 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 and Shannon Sharp and guys like that have made careers out of being on the extreme end of one spectrum. So um, that, that, that's one part. The other part, uh, and I think the part that, that kind of gets more to the sports side, is these guys walked off because they were trying to make a change. They came back because they felt they were making a change. I, I don't necessarily think that it's going to make a difference, them walking off, because I didn't think them coming on was going to make a difference. I don't know if we talked about it on here, but I brought I know I brought it up on Triple Zeros about how, you know, doing the names on the back of the jerseys and the floor the name of the the uh Black Lives Matter on the court and stuff, commercializing it, making it too much of a trend, it kinda loses the power. And and to see them now go to this length kinda not proves the point, but it's kinda like this is exactly why it wasn't a great idea in the first place. Right. So you can't I I I get people being mad. I get that. I, I mean, not really, because it's, you know, just the same people who complain about them being, about them walking off and being spoiled brats will tell them to get back on the floor and play that child's game for that obscene amount of money. Like, I don't, I don't. Because they're sad people. And, and that's fine. Like, you be sad. I know Misery Loves Company. I just that's don't facts. understand the need to, to demand, right, from these athletes. Well, what have you done? Mm-hmm. Then they do something. Then it's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, that, I don't, that, not the right way. Not the I, that, right that blows my mind. Like, okay, and I, and, uh, to, uh, I, I guess, kind of bucking what I was just saying about the extremes point. But you had Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, who were kind of on the opposite ends of the of the uh, activist scale, right? One's one was a, a, a you know about that action, and another one was non-violent necessary. Yeah, right. Now they ended up closer towards the middle in the end, but you know what we know them for is for being opposite, and they both met the same fate. So like, I just I, there's just no proper way, and so the protest side, I I don't know what you want because you know that's just that's the point of it. You're not supposed to be happy about it. Now let's make something happen over the killing of the black man. In that video, is again drilling on that point of you. You think that I'm trying to say that he shouldn't be apprehended for whatever crime that you may have committed, right. and, and that's Josh, not the just case. A, Josh, Josh, I don't mean to stop you, but he he didn't die. He's actually still no, no, alive. no, 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 no. My bad, my bad, my bad. He's uh, paralyzed. Right, he's alive. He's, 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 he's paralyzed though. Yeah, and right, yeah. and they said there's a potential that he can get the uh, the feeling back in his legs. So we pray. The but. It's still he's the anomaly in all the videos we see. Most of them don't live. Yeah, it's right. The, okay. It's amazing. But, it's amazing. My point, my point is, my point is that's that's the that's the that's almost the the verb the physical version of what I'm saying about going to the extreme, right? There's they're dragging him by his shirt. There's like three of them, and 
you say, well, why couldn't they just get him to the ground? And I've, I've heard the argument. Well, then they would have gotten sued. What the hell do you think is about to happen now? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I get I get people trying to say that they've been, they, they, they can't do their job. That's BS. That's, that's bull. And if they can't, mm-hmm. then guess what? They need that training that you keep trying to say they don't need instead of getting the money for the, for the big shiny gun or for the big shiny truck and, and all of that extra stuff. Like, there, there doesn't need to be there doesn't need to be this commercialization of it. There needs to be an actual realization of of the fact that okay, it keeps happening because you're not actually changing anything. So like, I get mad when people say the athletes need to do more in the second and third because they're athletes. What are you talking about? They're doing the best thing that they know how. Like that's that's their part. We gotta okay, but don't deny what my eyes are telling me, right? Don't tell me that, oh, well, he deserves it because of this reason, when the fact of the matter is, that's just not true. Like, I don't care what side you're on, that's just not true. Sorry, go ahead. You you see, you see examples of people, of non-black people being apprehended multiple times and, and, and looking like far greater threats. Again, I'm not, I, you have to speak loosely because you're not in the in that spot, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, no one deserves to die. No. Man, it's, it's that, that's George not, that's case. not, that's not the situation that we're seeing, right? That's not what yeah, I saw. In case, death is not the penalty for counterfeit bills. Exactly. That's not the penalty. And, and, and even, and, for, right, even for a sexual assault felony charge, that's not the penalty. And for anybody that wants to say, well, they're two different cases, that's true. But they ended up in the same un- like way that didn't have to happen. Like, I think I think I hate when I- I've told you guys before, I have an issue with with it being celebrities and athletes that are, are spokespeople all the time. Yeah. And the reason why is because they're very much so subject to the changing topics of the day because they are so involved. Uh, in, in, and that's all I put in the group. Um so involved in the industry, right? They're so involved in the commerce side of things. It's hard for them to make that stand, especially for the guys not making much. Mm-hmm. So I hate it because I know the concept and the, the actual message is going to get washed away. I hate it because I know that it's going to be over-commercialized and you're going to see it everywhere and people are going to tune it out. So, like, it's not because I don't think they should do it. It's because I just know where it's going to go because it goes there every time because they are among the most wealthy in the black community. So people look to them to be the spokespeople and that's just not what they are most of the time. So I, I hate that we, I hate that we have to go through this again, man. Stop shooting them. Like just stop. It just stop. It's it not, does. It's not necessary. <laughs> there you, there was three of y'all. There's three of y'all. How did he even get one to, of him? It, like I, I, mm. you, there, there was a you, video that was allegedly the same police department trying to apprehend a man who may have been on some sort of drugs or whatever, but wasn't a brother. I can tell you that I, much. I, I, they, I, I, they shot yeah. him with a taser. They did all this, and the guy ran after one cop. My other favorite argument is that there are more white people that get killed by police than black people. That's that's okay. I'm not even going to argue the statistic. I'm going to say then you should be out here with me. You should probably be out there saying the same thing then, mm-hmm. because that's a problem. Like they shouldn't be doing that. Like that's I, I think I think we just like we we make sure to not ascribe virtue to every other position or the profession. We need to do the same um, with law enforcement and for all the good guys. I just ask that you stand up because, dude, I, I, I this is exhausting. This is you know exhausting. What my favorite I, argument is I, I, my favorite argument is all lives matter. Yeah, like, like, like no, what no. the living fuck? No, we know that, but you're missing until, the point. Until we can agree. I yeah. had somebody tell me. I remember one. And time, it comes from was, my people, all, and that's why I can't class. even be. I like them. I they. I. Ugh. I had somebody tell me one time that that's what it should be changed to because it softens the message. That's and not was, what we need. I, I was like, well, it started off calmly, but it didn't stay that. I was like, that's that's kind of the point, you know. I think people, Man. I, I hear a lot of, I hear calm, a lot of that. Do it this way, do it that way. Responds the calm redirection. I just want to know how I'm supposed to disrupt the system that you're telling me to then be just, like a part. I, I, I have an issue with people saying you need to do it this way and that way and this way when you're trying to affect the change that clearly has been resisted. 
Uh, that's a There's problem. No I agree on the I, I agree Jim's on the police union. The Qualified immunity is a thing that needs to be brought up, and I think that uh, uh, these aren't issues that are black and white. This is something that everybody should be worried about. That a person, a human being, just like you and me, just as fallible, just as just as likely to have uh, to have a misdoing, is out here with the ability to, in virtue, murder you. And have with no consequence. You can't read that's the situation. No consequence. That's that's a problem. And if it's a matter of them not being prepared enough, then all the guns in the world can't fix somebody being scared. How long does it take to become a cop? Not long for, enough. Apparently. For some reason, I feel like it's Depends six months. Where you're at. Depends where you're at. It's much longer in Illinois than most places, I think. Well, they still um, suck. Oh yeah, then it, I'm it's, not saying it's, the great thing to me. This is this is a, this isn't even a matter of you suck you suck you suck. This is a matter of this needs to be fixed, right? Yeah. Like I don't even care who I don't even care about about point and blame. I'm tired. Like the, I'm telling you, bro. When I tell you, this is one of the most exhausting things to mm-hmm. to like. I remember the conversation my parents had with me about you know when I hit puberty, you starting to grow some facial hair. You know your voice is changing. So when you're out and about, just wop, wop, you know, like bro, this my is name. a real conversation. You know what I mean? And I, I remember thinking like, "What?" And then something happened, and I'm like, "Oh, oh!" Like these are things that, like, like uh, Will was saying, the judges now, you know, that this this wasn't that long ago mm-hmm. that the that these laws were in place and people couldn't sixty years ago. That's that's there are grandparents much younger than that. You know what I mean? There are there are grandparents right. who are much older, great grandparents still alive. Family values get passed down, um, so it it I, it's tiring. It's tiring, and you see these dudes walk off, and this, to to tell them, no, not this way. Get back on the floor and entertain me. Is like you point, you know, and just right over, because like you said, the craziest thing, man, in, in like in southern states when you have the, the sundown law, that is the most inhumane thing. I've heard of you. You all know what the sundown law is, yeah. right? I'm not familiar, so. Huh? I don't think I'm familiar. Sundown law is if you are in in uh, any state and you are a person of color. Basically, if you're black and you you're caught when the sun is down, like sunset, you can be taken to jail, and and, and in some cases you could be hung in some states. And like you said, that was like sixty. That was sixty years ago. If like that. not that long, bro. Like mm-hmm. I got like you know what I'm saying. My my father is eighty, right? Like this was not that long ago. So I think that part, the dismissal of it all, that's what bothers me. That's that's just like I've I, I've told people my personal stories and had them wave it off, and I'm like, wow, I just told you. Like I I just told you, okay, and and. So like changing people's minds isn't isn't something that I, I'm I'm necessarily keen on because I just don't see it happen. I think people feel the way that they feel, but I don't think that they should be able to get away with it in a way where we see it manifest like this. This is horrible. I've always said, look, you can you can be racist or whatever you want in private, but if we got to interact, you better tuck that shit under your shirt. Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't care. Like if we have to interact in the world, guess what? Suck it up, cupcake. Can't be you, know, fact, you can go home and be mad in a minute. Matter of fact, today I um, was in a grocery store and an employee working there. I knew this because they had a mask with the logo on it and they were stocking shelves. Other than that, I couldn't really tell they worked there. They had a uh, American hat with 45 on the sides. So I'm like, oh, okay. Hold up Spotify, played FTD or FDT real quick by uh, YG and Nipsey. Just on the speakerphone, standing next to him, like I, I don't care really. Like, if you're gonna, you know, publicly display how you feel, I'll reciprocate. Like, those are your feelings. I'll tell you mine. I really don't have an issue with it. And kind of to your point about conversations having to be had in households, I being mixed, I was raised by my white mother and her white husband. Um, I saw my dad. But it wasn't. I wasn't living with my dad on the regular, so the conversation wasn't necessarily a conversation. It was an event of me getting pulled out of the church at 13, 12, 13 years old because of a robbery happening at a quarter to seven in the morning, <laughs> and I'm a middle schooler. It's just like 
Um, I that it kind of hit me then. Like, yeah, um, things are a little bit different for me than opposed to all my white friends. Um, and it it shouldn't have to be that way. And you know, you see, you mentioned Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, and a lot of their quotes get misused today. And you know, that's kind of what he meant about the children all playing together but not really having to worry about what they look like that having to, that not ultimately having Can, to make uh, a difference in their interactions i don't want to cut you off man but i you just made the, uh, the greatest yeah. point talking about children playing together because that's one of the things that you see happen so often like you literally have to be taught this stuff you don't just pick this up right like children children play yeah. bro like they play you and and you want to break us down to our simplest form. Animals, animal babies will play. Like it just, it's this is a thing that's that's taught and it's so unnatural. I don't have the energy to put towards that. I'm trying so hard to be successful and to win at life. I don't see how people could put so much effort into being like that. Yeah, I don't tough. have that. I don't. I don't get it. It baffles me. Like, sir, I just look like like the Doc Rivers meme with the with the blank faces. Really, you're just gonna be Man. all types of me. Okay. Yeah. Look shout at out you, to what you mean, so. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, yeah, I do shout out to, to Doc. Yeah. I was going to say, I do have to bring up one one politician, though. I know we said Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King, but you got to shout out John F. Kennedy, too, bro. That president, mm-hmm. he, was, he, he was trying to make change for everybody, black people included. And he was taking out, he's like, Martin Luther good. King. Huh? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he says we got him killed. And I and I and I said that to say that you know I know we in, in in the world I'm not saying not all white people are bad some are trying to help and you know and it's unfortunate what happened oh, yeah. when they do. It's this is it's a it's a conversation that it's it's hard to have because it has you sounding like you're defending things that you really aren't, and so I get people's apprehension to even approach these type of topics. But because of the group that we are, I had no issues with us discussing it here. You see how quick I had no no. I put it in there knowing this probably be what we decided on anyway, but I felt like there was no way that no matter what the viewpoint is, I think that's another thing. And that's for probably a conversation for another time, but to embrace the kind of open area discussion. And we happen to all agree, but not necessarily in a sense that, you know, like lockstep. I think we all just kind of have been able to look past this being any sort of political thing and just like a, a, human being type of interest right nobody i've never i haven't Mm -hmm. met any one person no serious person no adult in this conversation right as 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 my southern brethren would say uh that is asking for your sympathy they are asking for your empathy for you to just put yourself in that situation and ask yourself how would how, how how does that need to turn out right like that that's literally all this is this isn't a me needing to be put up on a higher pedestal like i said nobody's asking you to excuse anybody's misdeed but you need to understand how this is something that could one day affect you and it's always my one of my other favorite things to say is you know it's never a problem until until it affects me and i've noticed that that behavior is something that's all too common and i wish it wasn't but it is, and that's something that we need to change because, again, we have to stop this this documentation. Like, we, we're seeing it, right? We kind of stop this from being something that gets repeated so often. You know what's so crazy? That people are surprised with how not just the black community, but just sensible communities are, act, are reacting to seeing all this senseless violence of people being killed. Look, L.A. damn near burned down because Rodney King got beat up. He didn't die. He got beat up on camera. Yes, there was another woman that was killed, but the world knows that Rodney King is what set off the L.A. riots. And L.A. was... It was burning down because of that. And people are going to act surprised of what's happening in other communities. It... It's crazy. Uh, and then and, and then you get the people who uh this is another deflectionary tactic when they bring up the then you must be excusing people tearing up and destroying and burning. And I, I this is and I forget many a comedian have said it. I think it was Chris Rock that I heard it from first, but it was 
I do not condone it, but I understand. And again, this Brand is not saying that you should go and do it. I, 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 I just, I, I don't think that you know. I don't think it's good. No, I don't agree with it. Well, certain other but things I wouldn't understand. happen. However, you wouldn't get to this point. Well, and and not only that, mm-hmm. not only that, but I think that is something that it gets us again. Quietly didn't get attention, <laughs> right? We were. This is a conversation that we've been having for forever. Right. So, so like, seems like people don't respond to quiet, timid. So disturbance you have like, now. I again, just like with the with the branding of everything and putting logos on everything, this too can be washed away in the noise. Um, but it gets a response, and like, when you get this kind of response, you have to have some kind of recourse, and I think or discourse, excuse me, and I think that that's what that's what has happened. I, I hope I hope if nothing else that this makes people pay more attention to what they're doing locally, right? Get involved in your local elections. Don't just wait for every four years. Pay attention to all your, your local aldermanic races, your 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 comptroller, every, treasurer. Get involved. Like, just stop waiting for four years to come around and then being surprised at all the BS that's going on around you. So that's, pro- that's probably my last bit I have to say on this. Man, it's... it's- and I think no matter where we go tonight, as far as what we discuss, it's going to be based around this. If you talk about whether the event of uh, Jacob Blake being shot himself or the reactions of how other people have reacted to it, whether it be Herschel Walker's kid or whether it be Erlocker or whether it be what the leagues have done in reaction to that or whatever, it... It's just disheartening to when you see some how people actually show how they feel in reference to Brian Urlacher to actually still be reminded that wow, there are people that still legit feel right. this way. Now wait, wait. Are we I didn't know that we didn't know this about Brian Urlacher. I thought this was this had been out. Like like that this was Good. this is this is how he this is how his views were. I didn't try to pay any attention to what he that man was saying, but you can tell when he talks he's you know Oh, I'm not. He's, he's not gonna have I, the most I, I've heard of political leanings from him for a while now. I thought this was common. That's why I'm. I'm not even. I don't even really have a reaction I don't to it. But again, in his, in, in I his, I guess, pseudo defense. I, off the field. I just like I don't expect I the most to be I answer on this on stuff that I believe in. I don't expect him to be the answer for anybody else. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna hold him to a different standard. He can have his own view, whatever. I, my again, my issue is not what people view. It's how their view manifest itself and what he showed was a, a, a like you guys were saying, a blatant disregard for reading the room like you just don't seem to understand now that's somebody that has no that's a perfect example I know, I know a person, somebody who doesn't have empathy I know a person with deep rooted conservatism conservative values right like deep rooted and their even their their whole point and it starts and ends at this argument is what the hell was a seventeen-year-old kid even doing up there? And I, I absolutely. So I, I, I right. So he was like, I don't even. Nothing else even matters. Like he's like, everything else is a consequence of that one act. And how did that happen? And I like. I think you. We get to this point where we're trying to defend again. Like I said, you end up defending things that you really aren't trying to because we get so caught in trying to divide it. And the fact of the matter is. This is all happening unnecessarily because people in a profession, in a position of power, are—I don't want to say abusing because sometimes it looks like they're just ill-prepared, right? That's not abuse. That's just misuse. You just don't know what the hell you're doing. It's bold. Right, right. It's a combination. It's bold. Right. So I hate, I hate the dismissal. That's like I said, I hate the dismissal. And I hate the commercialization because that's what leads to people dismissing it. And we just move on like nothing's supposed to happen. And then we end up back in the same position four to six months down the road. I, that's, but that's bullshit to me. Stop, stop and pay attention. Let's make some damn things happen and stop. The, like if you want it to go, you, the people who complain, you want the conversation to go away, help be a part of that change. Then help, help look into these things and see why it's a problem and actually have a conversation with somebody willing to have a conversation with you and listen to them, both sides, listen to each other without waiting to make your point. Listen to actually understand instead of listening to talk. And man, Fred Lee already called it from the after saying that the protest will die down because 
they always do. They always lose steam. People got jobs to go to. People got lives to live. I mean, the thing that had got the original Black Lives Movement so much steam was that everybody was home. Everybody had to pay attention to it. No one could go anywhere and just turn it off. There were no sports to turn off because, like, people like to say sports can be used as a distraction sometimes, and sometimes it's needed. But some things don't deserve a distraction. Some things need that attention, and police brutality is very much one of those things that need that attention. Yeah, but my biggest thing, yeah, it needs the attention, but it also needs reform. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. The, the union need to be stripped of some of that power, and some of these cops need to be held accountable. So basically, if if it affects their paycheck or if it affects their livelihood, that seems like the only thing that gives somebody attention. Instead of having taxpayers pay for what what police do, Hey, have them take out insurance like doctors got to take out uh, private that, insurance. That, that medical insurance. What that, that's that medical insurance? They got medical malpractice insurance. They need to take out uh, police excessive police force or brutality insurance and have that come out. They check and go to school for four years. It's crazy. Oh. And her, speaking yeah, of Erlacher, it's Erlacher, crazy that how... No, I'm saying the Bears disavow Brian Erlach. I said, I just, I got a notification Bleach, for Bleacher Report. Bears disavow Brian Erlacher after social media posts on NBA protests. Good. And the the oh. conversation between Lance Briggs and Dick Buck is the greatest linebacker of all time for the Bears. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Say so he gonna be patty. Because I uh, interviewed El Boogie. IMS, what up? <laughs> nice. All right, now I think we've all we've all been able to get a little bit of stuff off our chest, and uh, hopefully people respect the fact that our viewpoints are that are different from theirs. Because and if if you want to talk with us about viewpoints that are different from ours, be, you're more than welcome to join our conversation next time around. We can definitely hear that out too. Nobody's trying to exclude anybody. I think that's one of the issues that we talked about, but. Um, there were some games that were happened before in between the last time we spoke in this time. And I do want to talk about um, one team that got swept in the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, we just saw that they fired their head coach. Brett Brown is on the outs. I think we all made it clear that we weren't really fans of what he was doing there. Now, it's not to say that the roster is built perfectly and he didn't do that, but um, he just didn't maximize what we saw or, or what we thought they were capable of. So my question that I think everybody is uh, – do you think that they keep Joel and Ben Simmons together this offseason? Or do you or do we see a trade? We'll start off with uh man, whoever wants to go first. Well, I think they I think they should uh trade either one of them. I personally would uh trade uh Ben Simmons because I don't think, you know, you it's not too many big men with the skill set of Joel and B and they just need a coach. I mean, I don't know what the conversation or what the issue is between him and Brett Brown. But they need a coach to kind of push him or somebody that can get, get to his shame. mind and say where he needs to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he's like the Dr. Jekyll Mr. of basketball. One night he looked like one of the top five players in the league. The next one, it's like he's he's gonna be out of he's gonna be out of here by the end of the season. Like he said, he can't stay in shape. He can't stay in shape. He can't get down the court. And um, Ben Simmons, I mean that, I mean a, a guard that doesn't mean he. He has the talent, you know. He's a walking triple double when he wants to be, but he can't shoot. I need I need my guard to shoot. And um, and speaking of Philly, uh, I I think uh, what's the the GM uh, Elton Brand actually just said that he w- he wasn't looking to move either one of them, but I think that's a lie until he found the right deal. <laughs> so that's my thought on Philly. No, I think they try to get another coach first. You try to get someone else in there to see what they do with them before you try to blow that up because there's too much young talent on that team for it to not work. And I've actually been listening to a lot of interviews with Jimmy Butler lately because I've been back in his camp recently. I don't know why it took me so long. But he has been – he torched Brett Brown. um, I don't know if he was talking to – I think it was when he was talking to J.J. Reddick just saying, look, 
he brought us all in a room to watch film. He just sat there and clicked through and didn't say a damn thing. So why why am I going to go back there? What, what what's going to change here? And yeah, I think he was very much been the issue. I mean, it's one thing to have all this talent. It's another thing to be able to put it together. And I think that's the one thing that we talk about the greats and Phil Jackson saying, "Oh, we had all this talent." Yeah, but look at all the people that had a lot of talent but didn't win shit with it. <laughs> and he won almost more than anybody because he was able to manage that talent. And you need to find somebody else that might be able to do something with it. My guess, maybe see what Mark Jackson can do with it. I don't know. Mark Jackson got blackballed, man. Because <laughs> yeah, his Mark, religious views. Mark, Mark Jackson, more than just religious views, Mark Jackson is fried. Uh, he, he, it's going to be a while before he gets back in the booth. Now, do you guys think, hold on, because I personally, I, Tyler, I know you said you would, and Will, I, oh, I'm sorry, Will, you said you would keep uh, Joel and B. Yeah. I, I well, get I you. Still so, need to go. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I, no, I was, I wasn't gonna cut you off. I was gonna oh, no, add to what he was saying, but go ahead. No, go ahead. If you want to ask whoever, go ahead. Complete the point. No, finish. Go ahead, bro. Because okay. it wasn't I'm, so, again. I'm not asking him. I was gonna add. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, Brett Brown had to go. Tyler, I, I, you know, Jimmy Butler. I've always thought he's had a point. He's just delivered it in very unique and very extreme ways. <laughs> yeah, I, I've like, always he, thought he's he had a point, like beginning with Fred Hoiberg just reaming him as a coach and then going to Minnesota and tearing up practice with a bunch of G-leaguers. I've always thought he's made an excellent point because Cat and Wiggins at that, that point girl. have no dog in them. That is an absolute fact. Like, that team was a four seed when Jimmy was healthy before he tore it, where he hit a Tory up his leg or something. What was that? I said he was nothing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> then they traded him to Philly, and that and they were one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals, and Kawhi hit that shot on them. And he left for his own thing in Miami, and I've, he's very extreme in his ways about things, but I think he's always had a point, and he's always had the appropriate mentality for a superstar in the NBA. But back to the 76ers. I don't know what they need to do, and – I think you you trade the guy who gives you the most back. By that, I mean if you think if someone trades for Joel Embiid and they want to give you picks and shooters, take that deal because that will set up Ben Simmons tremendously. But if you think Ben Simmons gives you more of that, gets you more than for Joel Embiid, trade Ben Simmons because you need shooters. That's clearly their problem. Um, obviously, the big rumor is them with the Warriors. I'm trying to figure out how the Bulls can squeak in there and t- steal the number two pick. Maybe Charlotte falls asleep at the wheel and drafts Denny of DG because Jordan saw some last-minute highlights of him. Who knows? Who knows what can happen? But for the Sixers, hey, we didn't give Jordan credit. We didn't give Jordan credit for let for kind of convincing the players to keep playing. True. Apparently, he he's uh, trying to be the bridge. Had a word in that. He's trying to be the bridge. Yeah. He wants he wants to impact now more than when he was a player even though he kind of discussed that in the last dance. Like, I think he would have, but he kind of just understood what was at stake. And maybe he's now he wants to use his powers. Cause he maybe knew back then the powers with the owners, you know, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't know as much back then either. That's true. Especially since and he's so right. focused he on basketball. Exactly. And since he, he was so focused on basketball, like we all know and love Michael Jordan to be that stuff. He probably didn't even like recognize her. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Hopefully Jordan with his power as owner really can bridge gaps and really make some significant change. That would be amazing to see. But as for the Sixers, Tyler, I think they got to blow it up, man. Like I understand you have way too much invested, but the, but with your, but with your point though, they have so much money invested in Horford and Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Like they're really restricted. Like they got those four guys, Josh Richardson and some draft picks to run with on their squad. So hopefully that maybe their best bet is to find the coach that makes that unit click together and they can put Philadelphia over the top because obviously their talent is what good enough to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and compete for the right to go to the finals. Yes. So they think, have the talent. I think with with the Embiid and Simmons, and I think Steven, you nailed it on the head. So actually you I was gonna steal your thunder. I'm glad you went. Um 
when you look up their stats apart, right, you see a lot of uh, what records. Well, yeah, but you see more games of Ben without Embiid than the other way around. And so I always talk about how uh, availability is the most important ability. And that's cool in, in a vacuum. But looking how their team is set up now, it's more geared towards Embiid than it is Simmons. Now, you're probably you're just you're missing a piece either way to make it uh, make it work. But I think you're closer to making it work for Embiid. And to Will's point, the, he's a he's a, the more unique talent, the more useful, unique talent, I guess. Um, I still believe that it's a guard league, and you. But that leads to your point, Stephen, of you'll get more back for him because of the value on the market. It's not many teams that are built to uh, surround him, be with the pieces around him that he needs. So, uh, it, this is a situation where I personally, if I was a team on the outside, I'm trying to go get Ben Simmons. But if I'm the Sixers, I'm definitely trying to trade Ben Simmons. So, like, I think trade him for the number two pick and be done with if, it. If that if that's what ends up happening, I could, you know, that that's that's the I, move that I would go for. But I think he's the perfect warrior. I mean, this time, don't who who do they take? You better hope Anthony Edwards falls. You need a shooter. You know, you don't want you don't necessarily want Lamelo because he's not. I don't know if you want. He can shoot better than Lonzo, but well, wait, he, Wiseman might be well. Wiseman's too big. Good. He just shoots more than <laughs> you're absolutely right that he's the best warrior. You're absolutely right, he's the best perfect warrior because he doesn't need the ball because he cannot shoot. <laughs> Actually, we don't even know if he can shoot because he refuses to shoot. He shot, a he couple, hasn't tried to shoot, but, but that, that but when you're couple, kicking out to Stephen Clay on the wing, it don't matter, it don't dog. Matter. The, the it don't will be matter. Yeah, it don't mean a damn thing now, exactly. The thing and that, 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 that that's Philly why Brett Brown got fired, though. Thing. How do you have them two and you can't get Ben Simmons to shoot a jump? I can't get you to shoot a jumper. Look, I know you worried about looking cool for the girls and the, and the Jenners. He was and one of That's four cool. on the year. But you got to. I need you to. I need you to shoot that thing. Because if you can shoot it, you not even win. A and if you win, guess what? <laughs> not even a three, like a mid ranger. How do you? How yeah. do you? As He's a, a mid ranger away from line. being the most dominant get, player in the league. Get good at the free throw line, and we can talk. You don't even have to be great in the midi. Just give me a free throw. Get that glass going. Throw. Oh my gosh! How, how do you, as a coach, do, do not get that That's, get that kind of practice of three? Like, man, you're not practicing with Jenner the first Poon. team until you until you put hey, up three hundred three a day. <laughs> Watch real. Devin Booker's numbers go down. Watch. Man, she didn't already try to hit up somebody else. Like, listen, listen, we can talk what? about that curse another day. The Watch my man D-Book shoot like 28% from three this year. I think, yeah, hey, D-Book going to end up in in Minnesota. That's, that, that's, that's, that's a fact. That, that's a fact. Yes. And they're going to be a great eight. I know that's a sloppy they're transition, gonna be a fantastic but that'd be a great eight team. It'd be a fun team. I don't know about being great, but they'd yeah, be a fun they're team Yeah, they're going to be a fantastic eight seed. So are they, are they draft? The Lamelo, no Phoenix, D book, D book is, no. D-book is the dog in them. No, I think they trade that pick to Minnesota. Phoenix got the, for, number one, right? Yeah, I think they yeah. trade that pick to for Devin Booker. That'd be their best I bet. You can't Anthony Edwards just replace him. Mm, man, I or Lamelo. I could see um, Lamelo and Aiton doing some pick and roll damage down there. I feel like James Wiseman might be just the best be player in this draft, move. though. I'm very, well, I, I'm very curious. I'm very curious with him. I, t- I, I think I was that me and you were talking draft. about. I think Wiseman is my new favorite target, dude. I'm very scared that he's the next Kevin Durant, and we're all just missing out. Wiseman? No, I think I think. Ooh, well, just can drive better. He's just thicker. He's right. more physically he gifted. He, he can shoot like though, Kevin, but he can like sh- Durant. No, nah, he's he's not handling the ball like Durant is. The problem with him is that there's so little tape of him at the at a advanced level because he only played what three games before he ended up leaving the school. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he's, 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 he's forced. Play. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's hold up here in Chicago with before, a lack of sample size in college. Yeah. Before we transition on to the next subject, speaking of Ben Simmons, there's been a yeah. lot of ridiculous trade rumors going around this city about how yeah, we're going to trade the house for this man. Speak on it. Because that's the house for this man. I would love Ben Simmons to be a bull. Do not get me wrong. I went on. Will and Josh's show, The Meat Market, and profess my love for this man. I remember that. I love me some Ben Simmons, but I do not need to trade Zach Levine, Larry Markinen, Kobe White, and the fourth pick for this man. I'm Speak cool on, on that. Speak I'm on cool it. on that, yo. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. No way in the world. Now, if you want Larry in the fourth, we're talking. Or Wendell in the fourth. 
or and even maybe, Zach. And maybe Chandler. And maybe eh, no, I want Zach. And maybe Chandler Hutchinson. If y'all really want him, See, that's cool too. My, my like, only issue is anything you're doing, you're already gutting a depleted team, right? You're not really exactly. helping yourself. I yeah, would, I know. I would much rather see, like you said, Charlotte tweak out and pick Denny and let Wiseman fall. That would be or, great. Or there ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. Ah, uh, no, man, I'm good on. T- he's tw- he'll be 23 when the season starts. No, I'm. Hey, maybe Charlotte likes him. Oh, 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 oh. okay, yeah, no, that's fine. That MJ, fine. MJ as a drafter really falls for people. He, and if he's not making NCAA, the decisions though. He's he hired somebody to make those choices. And oh, they, thank they, God. He picked PJ Washington last draft and he got praised. He's so. solid. That dude is yeah, actually right. solid. So yeah, let's not let's be, let's chill out on the on. The, on the MJ going to tweak. Like, if if Wiseman falls to Charlotte and they pass, if they pass on Wiseman, he falls to Charlotte. So I'm going to officially say somebody's on drugs. Or they were well, high. I, yeah, I, but they have like Miles Bridges. They got a bunch of random forwards. No, but yeah, they, they can still use James a, they Wiseman. Don't big, they don't have right, big, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cody Zeller. My now, man's. what about this one? They they're they're talking about the the forward. Now I already know the answer because I know what you guys' response is going to be. The forward from Auburn, Isaac Okoro. Yeah, that's what I thought uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so my point they, is, is not this from Auburn you Barkley. know what? You know how tall is he? Six six, I think he's listed at. Oh god damn it! Yeah, see, so my point wasn't that he could, he's not talented. It's that the at the three as a three, uh, but you're not you're not the Bulls need that star. I think they're missing that star that's player, all we and, need. and that's why I've been so high on the Lamelo and now Wiseman train because like you need a a franchise. I, I love Zach, man. For all I, Zach is a, a try hard, really, really, really good number two at best. He's not your we franchise guy at best. I've talked to people who think he's a six man. I don't go that far, but I've talked to a couple. That's people pretty rude. Things. That's pretty hey, rude. This. This was a person who was in the who was working in the NBA. Like hey, good for them, man. Like I, I, this is just the conversation that they were having. I just watched him. Watch him be a six man on a title team for real, though. This is the <laughs> chance. I, I think that you gotta if you can't maneuver up, man, you gotta hope somebody lets. I know. I don't think Lamelo's falling past. You know what? Honestly, actually, now that we discuss it more, I am way more open to trading Zach Levine because, like we've all discussed, and I believe we agree on, Zach Levine is a, a number two option. Correct. Yeah, we all, I, think I mean, I mean, okay. So, like, we know we're not winning a title with him as a number one. Yo. So, but nobody—that's not. I see. That's that's a, that's a fault. Nobody thinks that except for Zach. No. Which he should. No. Yeah, you're right. Wait, what? That right. we're we're gonna win with him as a number one? That he? I, I think everybody no, believes you can't. You cannot win with him as a number. One. Okay. Yeah. So. Wait. But now right now play. he's on a super friendly team deal, like four Declining, years, eighty million yeah. flat flat rate, right? Flat, flat, flat rate, all that good nonsense. Yo, but in a few years, million. this man's going to be demanding 35 to 40 million. Yeah, no. <laughs> and yeah. I'm cool on that. So let's trade him now for the most value possible. Like this, was, if this squad goes on a playoff the... run, you can trade him after next year. We'll see but just thinking about if, if Philly runs coaches. it another year and they don't like what happens, you can get Levine. I think you can try to get a Levine for Ben Simmons. Now I want to see while Levine does on that Philly team with Embiid. No, no they're not doing Someone that. Someone that can handle there, the ball and there shoot. Is, there's not a – look, if that if the new guy, the new person in charge in Philly lets that happen, then you need to burn their organization down, okay? There's no world that you're trading that guy because – and well, here's why. For all the value that Zach brings as a up. scorer, that's like all the value that he brings. His, his, He's his, just a his, scorer. Dude, his progressions as a playmaker have been good yeah. for him, but they don't. they still don't have him as a lead guard, and he handles the ball so much. That we he has to go out. somewhere where there's a clear cut number one. Yeah, I, 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 that's not worthy of a Ben Simmons. Who again? I know people are down on him because he doesn't shoot, but I, the vision and the defense Dude, and the, the, the size, like you, yeah. So it's you don't otherworldly. You, you don't teach that shit, right? So uh, that's not a trade you make. However, if there is any way you can give up one of the front court guy, one of the big guys, combination of draft picks and and a bench guy, you gotta seriously consider it. Wendell wants to play the four. Hey, Get man. Get rid of him. Bye, man. Hey, oh. man. Package you up with. I, look, I, these are just ideas. If that's I know Porter's got to go because he's worth twenty five million. Well, yeah, that's a contract filler, and they could use a, they could use some shooting. He could spot up shoot. He's a former number three overall pick. I think. Out of Georgetown, Hoya Saxon. Exactly. He. I mean, the Bulls have a lot of options. So, like, let's say they hypothetically take for Ben Simmons, right? And they get rid of Zach Levine, and. Larry Markkinen, 
Ben Simmons would be like forced to shoot. He'd have to shoot. You would think, right? Like, like you know how you make him shoot? Don't give him shit. Man, bring I, out I, the I'm inner dog. All, bring out the inner dog in him. Lining. Exactly. All right, make him bring out the inner dog. Let's bring it make back him to Chicago get because we had we've seen that. It is nothing for Ben Simmons to get to the hole where But see, sometimes he's too passive even with that. That's why you need the jump shot. If you go not be passive, I need you to knock it out some Jays then. Or a post game. Something. 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 It's too much talent, and that's why Brett Brown got fired. You gotta develop that. That's your that's your problem. See what the problem is. Um bring it back to Chicago. <laughs> what, what happened was I want to talk about some some scary news. Um, David Montgomery went down, looked like a non-contact injury, ended up just being a groin strain, but he's still going to miss about a month, up to a month worth of time. Um, nah. Are, are you guys worried about this Bears ground game? First of all, last year we didn't see everything that he was billed as, but like, do you think we're going to see any improvement from them this season? I hope I'm not. I'm not buying the two to four weeks, first of all. I hope not. If they say two to four weeks right now, you won't see them until like week five or six in the regular season. A, gro- a growing injury, take depending on how severe it is, it, it, it just depends on how his body reacts. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's like yeah. a brain or anything like that. That's a muscle pool. Mm-hmm. So he can feel good one day and then and have work it out and mess it up. Issue, right, have the same issue or make a misstep and he'll be right back out. I'm really concerned about the backfield because you know who's behind him? Our, our no. Davis Pierce <laughs> and Ryan Nall. Right, oh, Ryan Nall. Then you did. Uh, I have a question. Get back to Reek Cohen. There is a player that's, that's out a there, receiver. Though. I don't know if he'll come out here, but <laughs> Devontae Freeman is still a free is still a free agent. Yes, you you nailed yeah. it. Yep. If this is if this is going to cost him any regular season time, I said the same thing. You need to go ahead and get Devontae Freeman because that might be the juice you need anyway. Right. Is Ryan Nall Caucasian? Listen, man. <laughs> sounds like a full, he sounds like a fullback. He, he, he sounds he like a fullback. He is a fullback. He's in the Peyton Hillis, Mike Allstott role. Look, uh, all right. Mold. That's but, fine. Yeah, Mike that's, Allstott, that's his Mike role. Allstott was my boy. Him. I don't want him tailing back, though. After, after, that's after what Christian I McCaffrey, After Christian McCaffrey, hey, I, I, I'm not judging a white boy. Hey, look, I tried to make Christian McCaffrey a slot receiver for the longest my man said, watch me get up between these tackles, he, boss. He is a legit <laughs> running back. Okay. The best running back. And that is what we call an outlier. <laughs> he is an outlier. Yo. Name the next 20. Name the next 20 good running backs. Speaking of McCaffrey, right now. I, saw, I saw an Ed McCaffrey Broncos jersey out here in the mountains, man. That's respect right there. Throwback. We're talking about a throwback. Rarer than the white running back, I'd argue, was the great white receiver, and he was popular in Denver. They loved him. What about the I, white? You corner? had a few back in his day. Joe Juravicious was one. He played for the for the Giants and the Bucks. The Taylor uh, for San Francisco. Yeah, had the you had a few. You got some now. Julian Edelman is one of the most popular receivers. Well, maybe not. Danny popular, Amendola. Famous. Danny Amendola was hey, a man. Adam, man before hey. he got concussed, Wes Welker was a dog. Look, yeah. You got a lot of. You got a few yeah. white West. receivers now. Adam yeah. Thielen, Chris, uh, yeah. who's a Cooper Cup. They did it. <laughs> good. <laughs> some good possession gym rats we got going on right there. Hey, Adam Thielen is a beast. A lot of coaches' sons. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, God. That's a lot special. of NFL Kirk Heinrichs. Hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, NFL my God. Kirk you wild. Kirk Heinrich was a baller. No Kirk disrespect. Hey, look. I don't mean any disrespect Jayhawk. to Kirk. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. No, a man was a, no was a hooper, boy. No Kirk. Kirk had game. Love those baby <laughs> bulls all day. I think Kirk's top five and three-pointers made for bulls in all time, like – Facts. All respect yeah. to Kirk, but like that's yeah. just what I think of. He he tackled All LeBron. Right. He tackled LeBron. So back to the Bears. Yes, he did. What do we what do we think their outlook for this year is? Because I could see this team being as good as on like if they if they somehow miraculously pull it all together, ten and six. Well, I could just as easily see six and ten. And I think the latter part, I think that second one is much more likely. I'm not convinced. Um, I think we've all we've all heard some some multiple rumors about. I was just talking to JJ Stankovic, he talked about not really being impressed with either guy under center. Um, I know we talk about the Bears just needing somebody to play competent quarterback, but if 
everybody knows that that's what the bar is and you still aren't seeing anybody be satisfied. That's a problem, no? Yeah, it oh, is. And, and I'm looking. That's a big. Like you said, that's a big problem. And I'm looking more toward uh, eight and eight because I look at the other teams in the division. You got Minnesota. They're still strong. You still got Green Bay. They still got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, then, and, and 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 then well, I think Aaron Rodgers gonna come out and kill and prove like, oh y'all gonna y'all y'all gonna draft a, a, a oh, quarterback. Watch what watch what I do. And then converting Kadero Patterson to a running back tells me all I need to know is that Problems. that they're not they're, they're not confident in their backfield. And not not to mention, like you said, the Mitch Trubisky and the Nick Fold question mark with the quarterback. We don't even know who's going to be the week one quarterback. And then you, nobody has addressed the offensive line at all during camp. All they talked about is the quarterback and what happened to Dave Montgomery. What's going on with the offensive line? Because they wasn't from the greatest. What, from what I've heard is, is they're counting on a bounce back from uh, the tackles and the and, and Whitehair and Daniels and that Jermaine Effetti is the guy that's going to be the right guard. Um They've. I've also heard it's tough to evaluate them because they've been going up the Bears' defensive line that looks really good even without Eddie Goldman back there. Um, but then the question is, is it they're really good or there is the offensive line bad? I'm nervous, man. I'm, I'm with you. This is this is not a really solid feeling. Now, being doubted has tended to work in the Bears' favor, uh, but this is not the same kind of feeling. Like, I don't, I don't have that surprise. Like, my worry is that the defense slips enough with the holes that have been created and the depth that's been lost that you feel it now when somebody gets hurt or nicked up or something like that. Like, we remember the impact of Akeem Hicks going down last year, right? Oh, man. We already have a hole at strong safety. We have issues or question marks at, at cornerback. The we got a corner out for the season already. Right. <laughs> right. So, this is this is – this is scary hours, spooky hours, y'all. I believe it was the great Stephen King in the Dreamcatcher who once said, same shit, different day. <laughs> and here we go again, talking about the Bears and their always questionable quarterback play. Uh, ideally, gentlemen, ideally, we go 3-13 and 13 and get a top five pick. Ooh. Ooh. I said ideally. 13, right. I said ideally. Painfully long year. Boy. I said ideally. I hope you pay. I hope if, if Yo, you're a Bears fan that and, and that comes through, true that people play fantasy football, you're gonna need something to see some W. Thank God oh. for fantasy. Oh, I, I said ideally. Also, speaking but, of fantasy football, the Clock of Sports Fantasy League is gonna be coming. We're gonna do a draft sometime next week. I gotta go get the gift card. We're gonna do a five, uh, fifty dollar entry. We're gonna have it be uh, for subscribers and, and new followers on the Twitter handle. That's how we're gonna do that. Bad boy, fill that up real quick. Uh, like, subscribe, and retweet it to uh, be part of the uh, Clocker Sports Fantasy Football League. Yeah. So, yeah. shameless plug. Just thought I'd put that there out there is. real quick. Not as interesting to hear. And now I have to start watching YouTube videos on the top running backs today. <laughs> so, but yep. back to my point. It's very unfortunate to hear about David Montgomery's injury because obviously the Bears like to run the football. And with the backups that you named that I don't know, I'm very nervous now. So, maybe my prediction will come true. But – we're talking about the bears. And if we're talking about the identity of the bears, it's their defense. And obviously, like you said, Josh, we have questions at safety and corner per, which always seems to be the case, but our front seven is one of the best in the league. So obviously those, um, that will probably keep us in a lot of games and 50, 50 games. You never know in the NFL. So maybe Mitch Trubisky looks good by luck and it's 66 degrees out a lot. And Um, he snaps on people like again, but, I don't want us to go nine and seven and be just misled again, because that's exactly yep. what's going to happen. You never know when 50, 50 games, quote unquote, the bears fans know when their gut was about to happen. Yeah. I mean, roughly. Yeah. I, I, man, <laughs> I hate that sinking feeling where you just already put your head down. Cause you know, like the, the doink, the double doink. I knew that was about to happen. Um, last year yeah, when, when Pinero missed the kick against the Chargers, I believe it was, I knew that was about to happen. Um, when when Hicks went down and Oakland and well at the time Oakland now Las Vegas the Raiders immediately started gashing the Bears right up the gut I said oh this is about to be a bad year like it just when it Pat just Mahomes became Super Bowl winning MVP knew that was when, about to happen when my man ran down the field on us and started counting up the picks past him and stuff like that I oh oh oh. Now, I can't oh, say with certainty. I don't think that he would have been the same player if he'd have landed here instead of Kansas City. But damn it, that one hurt, boy. That hurt. 
Yeah, he it would have been better here. That's for sure. <laughs> it would have been better than sure what we have here. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. But. Oh, my gosh. I mean. You always get the terrible stat with the Bears well, and the Packers play. Of the Bulls and Bears the are in the same territory. You know who time. won't be getting? Tom Brenneman. Oh! <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> Fair point. Him, Chris Spillman, and Chris Collinsworth, I could do without on broadcast for the base. Yo, Tom Brenneman giving his goodbye speech as a home run gets hit by former That's ballsy. I got to give it to him. It takes a, a special set to make to feel like you should go out there and, and do that call just like that. That's bad. That's you. Nah, man. man. Whoever's running that truck, whoever's in production, got to yank his ass. Do you think? Nah, do buddy, you think? You out of here. So we talked about this last time, and I said that I think it was somebody in the truck who had had enough. Do you think he was waiting outside the truck? Maybe. Oh, I don't care. Wait for me, Tom. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait. <laughs> somebody I said the, hate, the, the unnecessary H is for hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that one was a good one. All right, no, well, I, I think you're right though. It had to be somebody in the truck that was sick of him spilling that stuff. Yeah, like, no, that, wasn't, that wasn't an accident. I'm not that. That wasn't an accident. Uh, Plain exposure. Yeah, at that uh, point in time, justice. come on now, right? <laughs> That's gonna do it for this roundtable, guys. Go ahead and uh, drop them social media hands. I don't think we gave it at the beginning because we just jumped into the conversation. Um, go ahead, and jump <laughs> off those social media. Right into it. No, yeah, we got right into it. Um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, T underscore Pearson, 10-4, number 10, letters S, or letters F-O-U-R, wow. T underscore Pearson, 10-4, you also got the show podcast, no count out pod, all one word, all mishmash together. Find me on Facebook, T under, T, wow, Tyler Big T Pearson, shows you how much I'm on there. I mean, I'm there, but like. He's there. Not really. <laughs> I'm there, but mostly in spirit. But yeah, mostly on the Twitter. You can see me on the Instagram though as well as Tyler Big T Pearson. And uh look out for another no count outs pod coming soon. All right. Well, you guys know me, Stephen Ryan, host of Punch in the Clock. Also, you'll be able to find this recorded version of the roundtable discussion upcoming on Punch in the Clock. You can follow me on Twitter at Illini Ryan7. Also on Instagram at Illini Ryan underscore seven. Also, if you have been chilling with us here in the video, I will be live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ryan 7 afterwards. Make sure you come join me there, and let's talk more about sports and whatever you want to talk about. And I am Will Clark. My handle at Instagram and Twitter is at BigWillC77. At BigWillC is spelled B-I-G-W-I-L-L-C-7-7. And Facebook, I'm William D. Clark, my government. And as usual, check me out on Twitter at Josh G. Buck, the Facebook page Clocker Sports, website clockersports.com, email address clockersports at gmail.com. Um, be sure to check us out next week. Uh, join us at the same time for another roundtable. And as I said, be on the lookout for that Clocker Sports Fantasy Football League to uh, go ahead and try to win yourself 50 bucks. going to be a little fun time. And as usual, man, uh, maybe not as usual because we haven't said this before, but just... Just try to understand somebody else's point of view for a change. I'm just, I'm just say that. Something I think we can all agree with, right? Just try to, yes, try sir. to, try to understand somebody's point of view. With that, uh, I said we'll see you next time.